0: hello everyone this is michael jaco with unleashing intuition secrets the podcast join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality hello everyone it's michael jaco with unleashing intuition secrets i'm joined once again by iliana the star traveler we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today at some point hopefully we have lana morrow comes in she's a very high speed uh brain scientist so we'll we'll see what she has to bring to the table today so iliana so wonderful to have you on again we were just chatting everyone about you know the arcs and stuff like that what do you have as far as the arcs are i have a lot of stuff and i was talking to you and you're like you're always as usual far more advanced than what i am so I'd love to hear your information. What do you have so far on the arcs?
1: So I've been remote viewing locations of the ancient space arcs. There's one in Egypt that is activating. There's also the arcs of the covenant, which are huge, They're like uh, several levels. They're bigger ships than even the arcs. So one of them is also under Egypt. So there's two arcs, two different types. Also remote viewing, the one in Brazil, the one under Lake Vostok in Antarctica. There's one in Peru. And there's also ones in the Pacific and Atlantic Ocean, like under the ocean and inner earth. And I've also been uh, sort of looking at the arcs activating on Mars, the moon, uh, Mercury, Venus, and Saturn. And there's also Venus has the ancient builder race outposts as well. So Mm. they have their own L arc ships too. And the Atlanteans had built arc ships in Antarctica and they left shipbuilding facilities. So I've been looking at that and I've been drawing some of these arcships ships for my new books that are out. So it's it's quite fascinating to just look at the locations where all of this is and these arcs are heating up the planets where yeah. they're at where they're activating and they're DNA coded to specific frequencies of star seeds that Traveled on these arcs almost like 1 billion years ago, 2 million years ago. So, some of them are going into the arcs, beaming in, teleporting through the soul vibration, and seeing what's on these arcs. So, that, that's another interesting aspect of 2224 DNA coded frequency that are attuned to these arcs. Some of these star seeds can do that. So, it's been interesting to see this and sort of study. The crystalline essences, because these arcs are based on crystalline technology and bio living ships. So they're so interconnected. These arcs are interstellar ships that are huge with their own bio living systems, ecosystems. They have lakes, they have oceans, they have trees, they have parks. These are huge biodomes, sort of like. On the Mars bases where they have the biodomes where people can live, they have gardens, they have offices. Same with these arcships, but they're designed for peace, for interspecies, interstellar, peaceful travel, exploring other planets, seeding other planets, like Ayuamuya. That is an ancient arch ship of the guardians and the cedar races, and it has DNA banks of seeding life forms extraterrestrials, plants, animals. You could seed with these arcs, different planets and life. And Noah's ark is actually an arc ship. It's not a boat. It's a metallic arc ship.
0: So I have memories of, of coming here in one of those arcs from Series B, many, like you said, millions of years ago. These have been parked, like you're talking about, underneath the oceans, underneath the sands. And then from there... They've actually built out cities around them from the arcs as well. So there's uh, massive structures that are under there. These arcs can, you know, come up through the sands or come up through the oceans. Obviously, some of them are massive in size. From my memories, it's I think the one in the Pacific is almost like a little mini continent. It's very very massive. So, like you're talking about on other planetary, you know, Mars and I think Neptune and so forth are are also having arcs that are activating. They're activating because of consciousness. So we're reaching a level of consciousness where these arc we, you, I, and other people that, you know, are, are star seeds that have come in are helping to activate them.
1: Yes, for sure. And it's our frequencies in our DNA.
0: So here we have uh, Lana Morrow coming in. So once she gets the video. Hi, Lana. Hi, All right. I we like were just talking about arcs. And um, I know that you wanted to come in and, and talk to Ileana uh, specifically on a certain subject so we'll let you kind of jump in we'll get back to the arcs i think eliana you have some pictures and stuff like that so we'll kind of bring some of that in and your remote viewing and stuff that'll be fabulous lana tell us what's up with you and what you're looking for as far as like uh, some questions thank
2: you for having me here and i apologize for the delay it was uh, the internet was not working here in austin so I'm mm-hmm. just clicking in now, but um, I had we had some really nice development, and I wanted to share with you. If you permit me, I would love to share also the the screen, our you know just PowerPoint with some new testimonials and some new things that have been developing. If that's of interest, I think it ties nicely, very beautifully. What Ileana and I have spoken about it before, into her work and my work, um, her work in 5D, my work in 3D, and bridging the 3D to 5D
0: you have the co-host so if you want to share some stuff go ahead
2: thank you thank you
0: yeah i guess the uh, a lot of people are experiencing a little bit of internet problems because i guess the sh- human resonance is pretty high and we got a some sunspot activity that came in so
1: yeah i've had google docs not working and switching to different providers for sending files and things and going away from google basically because yeah. it's it's AI system is tracking and reading all the files and anything you send, you have it encrypted and secure. Don't send it through Google drive. It is not good anymore. Yeah. I've had, I've had things where I can't send anything through Google mm-hmm. drive anymore. So I'm not using that platform. I'm stepping away from Google. Yeah. I've <laughs> actually
0: had a, I've had a lot of people share that uh, messages in water from uh, Stu Peters, where they talk about the, the venom in the water. Uh, so that's been shared. I mean, I think he's got like going on 3 million views on that already. I think a lot of people are going to see that all over the world and they're sharing it. But someone that shared it with me that's in Japan said that they actually came into her email and took those down in the emails that she sent to people. So it's just reaching a different different level of uh, censorship as we keep moving forward. So the war is still going on. We can raise consciousness while it does. So that's no problem. So as we raise consciousness, that just takes down their system even faster.
2: To me, it was uh, the other day I was typing on my computer, not hooked up to anything, to not hooked up to Bluetooth or to Wi-Fi, and suddenly my entire desktop disappeared, and with all my, you know, scientific data and everything.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah. If, yeah. You, if you want to share, Lana, just go ahead and uh, anytime you're ready.
2: So I would love to uh, share the fact that we are working now out of Austin, and um Uh, soon also out of Dallas and um, probably within a year globally. We have, since last time we spoke, I think it was really, uh, the progress was made uh, quite notably. I partnered with uh, Alive and Well here in Austin and they're opening also centers in Dallas. These are new visionary medical centers. I'm also working with a few very interesting groups that are globally introducing some new technologies for new energy. So we're going to be tapping into that with them. I can't really, I'm under an NDA, I can't really speak about what is really happening now with them completely, but very soon the world will hear about it. It's a novel, um, I can say, hydrogen-based technology and taps into what we're doing research on, you know, hydrogen when... Frozen, it's actually a crystalline structure, I mean, molecules of hydrogen water. So, And I have been doing some research in my group with uh, quantum mathematics conversion, uh, carbon to crystalline, and then from DNA point of view and mitochondrial point of view, also carbon to crystalline conversion, Mm -hmm. which is basically going from the density of 3D density into the light. So that's from theoretical point of view, and from practical point of view, what we're doing enables us to actually heal people in quantum, no time, no space. So we've had repeated issues, um, successes regarding issues with you know concussions, TBI, traumatic brain injury, and all of that just have been analyzed now recently. And I wanted to share also the fact that we have just been accepted at Nature. So we're the first device of this first system of this type which is a very novel type to be accepted in mainstream medical institution establishment nature journal so wow, that's really good. um you know we're pioneers in that level also but all that has been happening in last then like, four weeks or so
0: that's incredible because i know when iliana was talking about this stuff uh like well over a year ago when we first started talking yeah was like wow that's that's like deep secret space program stuff but here we're seeing it starting to creep out that's good
1: And it's theta, beta, it's frequencies, these technologies that are going to be coming out. They're not med beds, but they're connected to the crystalline essence of the body because we're 85% water in crystalline Mm -hmm. form already It's part of our body's matrix. So it's healing the blueprint. It's going to the blueprint. It's going to the frequency of the soul healing beyond just physical body. Because everything heals with frequency and energy within. This is what their trurians had taught me when I was on their motherships. This is what Lana and I were discussing.
0: Mm. And
1: they showed me the frequencies in my brain that had the neurological damage. When I was small, I had a virus, suspected meningitis. And it literally stunted the growth of certain neurons and axons in my brain, left hemisphere, that is connected to... Critical thinking and solving problems that are of a higher nature and mathematical equations, mm. it stunted that particular growth in the brain. So, what the trans taught me was you heal with plasma, you heal with frequency and energy, and you literally rewire the brain connections, the neurons and the axons and the signal pathways in the left hemisphere of the brain. And I had white matter lesions from the Neuralink implants, planetary corporations on Mars. I had four core Neuralinks and connected to a neuronal core system with the gold nanofibers. They were literally attached to my neurons and axons. So I was taught to how to disconnect all of that and start using plasma therapy to heal the neurons and the axons and the signal reconnecting and rewiring the brain. So I'm able to actually think more on a quantum level. My brain processing is quantum now. It's not human based because I could process information quickly. Mm -hmm. I wrote five books in six weeks. So it's, it's like quick brain processing that goes 5D frequencies. That's not 3D anymore. So I do energy healing on a quantum level where I go beyond the human cellular body. I go into the frequency monads and work with different frequencies and colors and vibrations. And I see things in blue and green in people's bodies when their organs have weaknesses or the pathways and the soul has trauma. Mm -hmm. I see that as different colors, oranges, stuff, blue and green is healthy. Anything red and orange and kind of sickly gray is not healthy. There's different spectrums of colors. So this is how I see the weaknesses in the soul and the body and, and the blueprint itself to go and heal, to restore those colors back to blue and green. So their soul frequency and their body energy, their auric fields, their meridians are back healthy and the energy flow is equalized and balanced.
0: Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, i love to see your take on this, Lana. So you're, you're bringing it into a spectrum where more people can reach this incredible level that Ileana has reached. So that's that's cool.
2: I love Ileana's work. Your, your work is amazing, Ileana. I just absolutely adore it. And it's all needed right now, and because we're ushering into the next levels. And I think that what we have done now here, we have proven that exactly what you're talking about. You know, I work with frequencies, I invent the frequency devices, and a lot of it. I get downloads, you know, after hours of meditation, or I also, of course, I'm uh, trained um, in electrophysiology and brain mapping and evoke potentials, all of that. And I work with, with tons of, uh, maybe more than 400, 500 people who are also skilled in quantum mathematics, quantum engineering, some specialists who work you know, on Mars. So um, what we do is exactly what you're doing, And I can actually personally see the same thing. I see when I explain to my clients, I see this blueprint. It's almost like a little Michelin Man type of blue box here. I don't know whether you confirmed that, Ileana, but it's like that. And then the whole body has this photovoltaic bluish hue around. it. It's almost like a charged battery. And Mm -hmm. um, it has to be aligned. And so if it's off alignment and the charges are you know, basically based on, on protons and, and uh, in this case also photovoltaic energy, they skew off. And so the entire body is different. That's how you can explain the alignment that then aligns you with divinity consciousness and taps you into into the streaming of alignment within your body and your Uh, from mitochondria to the brain to the, you know, higher body. And I think all of that can be explained through the fact that you can titrate these frequencies in a very minute, specific way. And once we do that, and we do it also non-invasively by picking up the, um, you know, with, with the device that we put on the scalp on the head, it's literally like a pair of glasses that you lift up to your scalp and it's Very non invasive. Michael, you tried it, so you understand that. It's very pleasant, very easily adaptable to anybody, you know, three year old who or four year old who has ADHD or a demented 80, 90 year old who either has a problem with pain or, you know, early stages of cognitive dysfunctions. All of that can be readjusted rather quickly in no time, no space because of this attribute of uh, being able to readjust the frequency. And so, except that we do it, you know, you do it spiritually and and with technology from your Arcturians, I too get input from that, but I also have the classical medical study, you know, education from this planet and then this, you know, USA and Europe. And uh, what I have been working on is how to bridge this how to usher the new needs in medicine. And so we have actually successfully proven that. We just healed about 85 uh, TBI patients, traumatic brain injury patients, You know, people who have concussions. And usually if you have a concussion, you have to stay in a hospital for quite you know, two weeks, three weeks, and then go home. And you don't have much else to do. You can stay in a dark room, wear glasses because you end up with photosensitivity. And um, instead, we think in about one hour, you actually reset the blueprint, you reset the frequency, and people. And I have actually, I'll share today some testimonial videos. And um, we successfully heal many, many ailments, but uh, also peak performance ability is known. Or recently, Michael, you would be really interested in that. I've, I've learned how to stretch time because of the tapping into photons. And so we were able to actually, after many, many trials, actually stretch and shrink time at mm-hmm. command. So that's, that's been just a recent discovery of like maybe last three weeks. But healing ailments, healing difficulties in a very different way from what allopathic medicine has done has been very rewarding, um, mostly because it's just so beautiful to see people feel better.
0: So that's what a lot of people want. But then there's a lot of us that are good, we're all better, and we want To like take off and you know do this consciousness thing so not only do you have the healing aspect but you also have the consciousness thing like i was when i use your device that's what i was uh, learning how to like focus myself you know from all the stuff that i've done as navy seal been in combat all the crazy stuff i've done i was able to like get into it and get some i felt very good results and it didn't take a lot of effort because i know how to like just relax into it and, and push into those zones I think that's what we're, we're going to find, you know, going forward because a lot of people are, are really stressed out right now, unfortunately, with things that are going on in the world and that restricts them from going to these levels of consciousness. So, you know, your device and, you know, all the stuff that we're all talking about, all three of us are talking about constantly, you know, to help people just relax through this, push into these higher levels of consciousness. That's what wins. It's yeah. not coming down here and fighting these guys at their level because that's where they win. So we have to learn how to like, you know, rise in this consciousness wave, wave, and you're far more effective as a warrior in these higher realms of consciousness than you are in this lower realm.
1: And it's doing the inner work. It's doing the soul work, looking within and not what is outside reflection, what's going on in society, in the world. There's a lot of mind control going on through the media, through, you know, different devices. We come in into our consciousness, we meditate, we realign our frequencies, we rebalance the energy fields, our chakras, our auric field, our electromagnetic field. And this is what makes us healthier by doing the inner work. And that reflects then outside in who we are as physical people with the soul, the mind, and the body. And their are taught me that there's three hemispheres to the brain. There's the left hemisphere, There's the middle hemisphere, which is the spinal cord, because that's connected to everything in the brain. And then there's the right hemisphere of the brain. And I often see a lot of damage in the spinal cord, because the electrical frequencies are not talking to the other two hemispheres. And people have paralysis, neuralgia, or they have spasms and movement disorders that's connected to the
2: spinal cord. So you have to treat the spinal cord as well, not just the other two hemispheres. Absolutely. And I can share some of them, you know, Michael, am I able to share the screen?
0: Yes, you can share the screen.
2: So this is essentially just what we do here, but this is what Helena was talking about, the repairing of the neurons. This is a neuron with little dendrites and these are the synaptic connections through which the, you know, in our case, we're working on transmissions of mostly dopamine and norepinephrine. And when you have that, or in case of like a whiplash, you know, when you have the frontal lobe banging here, you can see also the spinal cord suffers too, what you were saying, Iniana. And um, what we do is basically we bank on recreating some of these pathways endogenously. So the, the system, our system, as you can see here, you put a little bit, a little headband on the screen, and you watch the interface on the neural program, and you end up hitting the images, sound, and uh, especially the visual images stimulate the retina. And inside the retina, we have the biggest amount of dopaminergic neurons and receptors. So they actually influence these pathways here. And um, they also elevate consciousness because they decrystallize our pineal and activate this vortex between the pituitary and pineal and enable the people to tap into the higher order of consciousness. And so what um, these are just, we now have 82 traumatic brain injury clients but you can see that the anxiety basically decreases by 86%. This is less anxiety at the beginning. At the top, mental fog decreases completely and mobility, mobility, as you were saying, increases. And so I'll show you some of the results here. But what we're seeing is that permanent results happen in neuroplasticity in the area of, and this is via thought only, via elevating your focus and consciousness. And then you're activating these zones that were not, activated before the training. So this is all new signals and new activation in areas of the cortex that are responsible for decision-making, empathy, and I'm particularly interested in empathy and awareness. So that's that's tapping into consciousness. And I will show you one particular thing that I haven't shared before. This is a young man, 24-year-old, a very, very beautiful, very conscious being who had suffered a car accident, but also had congenital issues before. So here he is talking about. So I am dyslexic. I have ADHD. I have auditory processing
1: disorder. And that's what I want to release out of myself. Okay. I also broke my back and got in a car accident. So I believe there's nerves in my head that malfunctioned.
2: Are you experiencing pain still?
1: Yes, a lot on the left side what do you um, have, like headaches? Yeah, yeah. How frequently? Maybe two or three times a day.
2: A day? Yeah. Are they strong? Yeah, they are. We'll fix it. So this is him after, so you see he's suffering. This is him after one hour of, well, 35 see minutes better. of training.
1: My depth perception is better. I can see color more. My thoughts are clear. I, 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 it's clear.
2: I I don't know what else to say. <laughs> How's your mood? I know it's a little really shocking.
0: Really <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Really good. <laughs> this, yeah.
2: I'm so happy for you. Thank you. And more to come. So, and this is him after next day after 20 hours. How are you feeling? How was your experience? See how he, he looks different too. Energetic. My eyes are realigning together, yeah, just
1: into like a straight line. My eyes are realigning into a straight line. Okay, oh, I can start to see more, more depth perception. I
2: can see better. Let's see. How is your mental clarity and sharpness? Mental clarity and sharpness is really good. It yeah. So, and this is a girl who fell from the top of the cheerleading tower and she could not really exercise her movement much, but she was really concussed. Mm-hmm. And this is her after one training. Hi, Michela. How Hi. are you feeling? It was very so high. So good. I feel
1: like so like light and like airy and just good about myself. Good. And everything just... It's happy. So, happy. It's
2: so good and so happy yeah and before you came here how was your brain was it like foggy or clear it
1: like foggy and i was like what and now it's
2: like so. She was very not very coherent when she was speaking. Here, this is the next day, I so she speaks much more calm. Paragraph
1: yeah. of a history textbook, and I read yes. it in one minute and seven seconds, and I understood it completely.
2: You see her eye like movement and everything is more coordinated. And, um, anyway, and this tonight, lasts for I about four months as well. This is a patient who had um, a client who had Parkinson and movement, you know, disorders. So here she is after three sessions. She's moving and very That's you know straightforward line. She's able to Thank move, you. but her facial features are still displaying Parkinsonism. You know this mask. You can see how she, she doesn't, doesn't have jealous. much of an expression. And then here she is after seven sessions, I like, I like and this yeah. is seven old. Really skip towards me because I used to play with kids? Oh my God, you're beautiful! <laughs> and see how she's smiling. At her. And everything is animated. And this actually comes from, you know, connection with, with thalamus and, and some other, and also somatic, you know, areas of the brain. But also her movement comes directly from the spine coordination. So that's, I'm just segueing on, on what you were saying.
0: So just to ask both of you a question that, you you know, kind of like rang something true to, because I've always thought of just the left and the right hemisphere. I never really thought about the brain stem, but I know the brain stem is like the first to develop, and they often call it the reptilian brain. What do you guys think about uh, the reptilian brain and how they're they seem to be targeting that for controlling us and stuff like that? Does your systems overcome all that?
2: So um, see at the level of the bulbar area, this is the beginning, and the reptilian brain would be what we're I have two theories to that and of that mm-hmm. nomenclature and the etymology of the of the were and I would be very curious to hear both of you what you're thinking because I have some idea but it's not as firsthand as you do. The so-called reptilian brain name came from the fact that we share that also with reptiles, these areas, these structures here, I'm not going to go into detail, but these structures are shared you know with lizards, with you know reptilian creatures that have identical or similar structures in the brain. What's interesting about it is, that I find it very fascinating, is that reticular formation is right here in the bulburn area, and reticular formation is a network. Reticulum means a net, network in Latin, net in Latin. And so it is a, a source of where we're actually the dopamine and other crucial neurotransmitters actually take, take source. So that's very interesting because people don't talk about it because from there you end up feeding higher structures even up to cortex, which is, you know, just particular to human beings who have a higher developed cortex. So that's very interesting. So not to under in reptilian, uh, reptilian brain or if you want uh, this limbic system here, many of the very important factors and functions for the human functioning are situated. For example, if you have a damage to cerebellum or to this area here, you're able to actually exterminate life very quickly in milliseconds. So it carries a very powerful source. And I would love to hear what you have to say about it.
1: Well, I think it's all connected by frequencies from the brainstem to the spinal cord, left hemisphere, right hemisphere. The amygdala also plays a huge role in receiving these signals. So, an example, there's different kinds of mind programming, the M and the K and the ULTRA. So that connects to the signaling of the brain. So if you change the frequencies from negative to positive in the brain, then that signaling antenna, the brainstem is like the signaling antenna. It receives these signals. So does the frontal cortex, the amygdala. Everything in the brain is like a huge signal wave. If you treat it as a quantum computer and you literally decide... I'm not going to receive these signals. I'm not going to process this programming. I'm going to put a different frequency wave that's positive. It sort of deletes this negative reptilian brain programming. It's all about frequencies and dialing in into the proper waveforms to change a frequency set. If you don't like what you're hearing, sometimes we can hear AI signals. We can hear satellite signals. We hear so many things from different wavelengths. I had a landline phone that I bought and the frequency was just not properly attuned. It was too high and I could hear it. This horrible frequency and I'm like that's not the right wavelength. I need a different phone. So I got a different phone. Mm-hmm. Same from the the SIM card that I got for my cell phone, it was just the wrong wave frequency for me. It was not The proper amplitude. So I changed SIM cards. I went back to the store and I got a different one that has a positive wave wave waveform frequency. And then my brain said, Thank you. I don't hear this anymore. So I just changed the frequencies. It's all about positive, negative polarity and how you choose to change the frequencies of what you're receiving. You can tune out certain signals and you can shut them down in the brain. If you're sensitized in certain parts of your brain, you can change the amplitude and desensitize the brain function, the brain waves. So you're not a receiving antenna. And the brain stem and the hemispheres, the frontal cortex, it's all about brain alignment and functionality. You can change that with frequency. What Lana is doing with her devices, what I'm doing with energy frequency, I'm rebalancing, I'm rewiring. It's all energetic because I work with energy frequency and different colors and sound spectrums. I literally go in and desensitize certain portions of the brain. I see where there is not enough dopamine, not enough serotonin, and I boost the brain function to produce more of that or quiet it down. So those brain chemicals are stable.
0: That's that's fantastic. I totally agree with both of you. I think that a lot of people say, how can I shut down this reptilian side of me? Because, you know, we're we're basically a conglomerate of lots of different races that have come here to the planet. And the reptilian side has, has been part of our evolution. So to say that we need to get rid of that is, is not good because it's part of you. So you're basically adjusting your hemispheres, you're adjusting your consciousness, you're adjusting your vibrational fields of consciousness and so forth. To utilize everything that's within your power, everything's within your makeup to reach higher levels. So for me, being a warrior, that reptilian brain, learning how to control that has put me into these levels of consciousness where I could go into intuitive states, where I could go into the higher states of remote viewing, remote influencing, and so forth. Without getting that reptilian brain and taking it to another level, I would not have been able to utilize any of that aspect because many of us are locked down and we have to burst through and start to utilize these energies much better. So don't think that because we have reptilian sides to us, that it's all evil. A lot of people look at, you know, the Draco reptilian groups and stuff like that. There are very, very positive Draco. they are coming from the future into our now to let, to help us to evolve because they know that our future doesn't look so good the way we're evolving. So if you come back to actually help us evolve out of a timeline, that's very negative. So we're making progress. We're going to overcome incredible blocks and dams that are, you know, keep trying to keep us from reaching these levels of consciousness. That's why when we were talking earlier, Ileana and I are about the arcs, the arcs are lighting up because our consciousness is reaching a new level.
1: And not all beings are um, one-sided negative or positive. There's so much diversity in the universe. Like for example, I was working with the Solipsy Raw, which are uh, organic grays, naturally born, plus Pleiadian hybrids. So they're gray Pleiadian hybrids, and they're the ones that sort of gave me a energetic neuronal system mapping. They showed me how to remove the neuralinks, the four Neuralink cores, how to shut down the cores, how to disconnect the frequencies and how to even remove the implants themselves. They taught me the neuronal mapping frequencies that I needed in the sort of like energetic antenna frequencies that I needed to shut down in these implants in order to completely remove them from the neurons and the axons and to disconnect the nanofiber gold connections from those axons and neurons. So it's like complicated psychic surgery procedures I didn't know how to do that on my own. They taught me how to do that. And they walked me through remote viewing process of drawing all these things out with, and I saw symbols. The Nordics had designed these Neuralink implants and they put specific frequency symbols and those symbols had to be disconnected in the frequencies to them. So they had shown me this ellipsi RAW how to disconnect all of this piece by piece. This is complicated energetic technology. It's frequency-based implants. They're called Neuralink, but they're frequency and nanotechnology. So they taught me how to do specific psychic surgery to take it all apart and dissolve it energetically.
2: They're not bad. That's interesting because it links exactly to what we do in 3D here and not so 3D. But in um, our work, uh, you know, for example, going back to motion and motricity, The Brown University has come about seven years ago with new way of implant of nanochip in the brain to elicit dopamine production within specific substantia nigra area of the brain. So you have to have a surgery, you have to have open brain surgery, you have to implant that and 30% of patients die. Not to talk about the cost, I mean, it's $680,000 to start with, you know, and then you have only maybe 60% chance that, It'll really work for you for about five years, whereas what we do through frequencies, specific frequencies, non-invasively, nothing goes into your brain. Everything is stimulated through the dopamine, through dopamine receptors via visual system. We elicit dopamine through by changing the frequency of the on, on the screen. You change the frequency of the color. You change the frequency of the what we call specific um, gridding on the screen. Uh, How does that hit the retina? How does it move your uh, loading on the specific receptors? So depending on the areas of the fovea and the retina where you're hitting the stimuli, you can actually modify through neuromodulation. You can modify the frequency of uh, eliciting then dopaminergic and balancing pathways and balancing your nervous vagus. Vagus um, is a very important nerve in, in the brain. Uh, The 10th cranial nerve, which goes on both sides and it's it's basically regulating both sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Mostly in this case, it's about parasympathetic, so to mean peripheral limbs and your capacity to really move. And also at the same time, though, what I find interesting, and maybe we can brainstorm here live about this because I was curious to just hear what you guys are thinking about what we're seeing is the effects on um, inner lining of the mitochondria. At the same time, while we're seeing, and we're now, my next research will be tapping into understanding the genetics of it, what gene sequence is actually activating, what part of uh, you know mitochondrial areas are activating and why. And what I find it interesting is that through back the brain in median and brain-derived neurotropic factor and dopamine and activating the nervous vagus properly. So it's, it's synchronized. It's all about- Milliseconds, nanoseconds of synchronization. So it's also frequency, kind of spatial and tonal frequency if you want, but it's all electrical charge. So with balancing all of that, we're actually, we're seeing the evidence of activation and clean detoxing. So you're actually basically taking away some connections that are negative and activating some positive connections. But we're seeing it at the level of mitochondrial inner wall We're still studying it, but I was wondering, what what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you can change the physical body. Like, for for example, I have hemiplegic migraines. It's a genetic disorder. It's a familial hemiplegic type 3. And they did genetic testing, and it's on the gene level. So I found that I'm very sensitive to the environment. I'm very sensitive to lighting, to foods if I eat something wrong, like chocolate, I drink alcohol, the neurotoxins go through my brain blood barrier. And then I'm toxified in here that I lose my vision. I my speech slurs, I have paralysis. So what, what I've been doing is I've been eating very healthy organic foods. I don't eat anything with MSG. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat chocolate. And I eat very healthy and I drink very healthy water. I only drink mineral water, spraying in mineral that doesn't have any salt content that does not have any fluoride. My toothpaste is fluoride free. So this desensitizes me to the external environment by keeping the body and the brain clean. And I do plasma therapy to counteract the deficiencies in the brain where the neurotoxin center, the positive plasma therapy detoxes all of that out of my system and it rejuvenates the cytokines and the neurons on the axons. I was able to get rid of my white matter scarring from the neural link implants with the plasma therapy because it regenerates and rejuvenates the brain and other parts of the body. When you have positive plasma coming in, it's life force energy because my body doesn't make clean plasma on its own. So I need a plasma boost. It's human plasma. It's donated plasma separated from the blood product. And you have clean plasma. So this is what I infuse into my body, and it regenerates the brain and it helps to rejuvenate the mitochondria and everything else in the organs. But it has to do with clean food as well and not being toxified, cleansing the body properly to be at your best in the nutrients. And also checking in with vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin C having enough calcium magnesium for brain food to keep your brain chemistry functioning. Uh, Vitamin D3 is so important for us. So it's all about getting your proper nutrients, your enzymes, your probiotics for the gut health as well, because all of this helps to keep you detoxified of things you don't need in the body, the extras that have an effect on the DNA and the mitochondria. And also the methylation genes are so important to keep them healthy. We are on a genetic scale evolving as well from two-stranded DNA to four-stranded and higher. So what we put in our body does affect genetics and vice versa.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jacob. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential. And propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11, I have been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogmen. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up. And I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that furthered the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two I did to an extraordinary level. And now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker, reaching millions all over the world, now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level, and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel, and now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now... I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. I found that if I eat really well, if I exercise really well, it's basically getting the dopamine and serotonin levels to a, a good level. But really, ultimately, it's learning not only to have all the other stuff, detoxing, good uh, you know, supplements, good food, but also the major cornerstone is to have your brain focus correctly. So if you don't have your brain focused correctly, if you're captured in consciousness, like we see a lot of people in the negative things that are happening in the world, that is basically shutting down your dopamine and serotonin, your, your nerve synapses are being disrupted. You know, the neurotransmitters are not getting the connections that they need. So it's like a ripple effect. It continues to affect your entire body. So it's extremely important. And that's what I love about both of you guys. You're you're very focused on the brain and the way the brain functions. And if you're not into that, you're missing, like I said, a seriously major cornerstone. Once I really understood that, because I was just hazardly doing it as an AV seal and so forth. And then eventually I got to the point where I was like, okay, I can really focus myself like when I started the Navy SEALs hand hand program, I could really focus myself and I can teach other people how to focus their brains for not only optimization, but into another level of consciousness. It was unbelievable. So all of us have this access, yeah. but learning to believe in it and starting to focus on it correctly, that's the great challenge for us right now.
1: Yeah, it's about um, positive polarity of thinking as well in thought consciousness. If you think positively, you can do anything. You can manifest anything in your reality with positive thinking and positive outcomes and thought. I am doing. I'm succeeding. I am. Not don't, can't, not. Those words don't create positive manifestation. Cannot, do not cannot, again, if you repeat those thoughts in your brain, you're shutting down the manifestation energy ability. And you're also shutting down possibilities of positive connections in the brain thought patterns. I'm happy, I'm successful, I'm succeeding. When you put those thoughts out with the brain, because it's thought consciousness, it's energy, you're putting out, I can do this, I am doing it, I'm succeeding. And that is what creates the positive Brain happiness chemicals, serotonin, dopamine, and the other brain chemicals, they respond to your thoughts. They work with your thought consciousness and also going to bed on time, getting enough sleep, having a good schedule when you go to bed, when you wake up, what you do throughout the day with your time and your energy it's so important to brain health and physical health and physicality, the soul happiness. It's all interconnected as a whole. It's not separate parts. Everything functions and works together as a whole. It does have its own wheels and cogs, but they're all interconnected with the energy body, the physicality, the organs and the soul, mind, body and soul happiness. They're all interconnected and they need to be
2: balanced to work, to be healthy, to be happy. That's exactly. I would like to segue on what you're saying because... When you're saying positive focusing, Michael, you were talking about focusing and staying on track. So through the game, through the program, you stay on track, focused with hyper focus like for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And this is the result, you know, at the end, insula, which is a specific part of the brain, activates right here. And it's it's responsible for not only, you know, this specific part of insula is responsible for higher consciousness, for higher, higher empathy. So we know that if you're if you're of higher consciousness, you're in service of others, not in service of self. And so this area of the brain is associated, it's called insula, it's associated directly with empathy for others. And I found that there is, we did not expect those results, we did not expect that data, but it happens after focusing for five times, seven times of 30 minutes of focusing on the game, you end up creating back of dopamine and then that creates, also activates this neuroplasticity in the area of the insula, which I think is very, very interesting because it, it emphasizes the service to others, the higher level of consciousness, empathy and happiness. Of course, if you're more aware of what you're doing and you're actually eager to help others and joy, you drive joy from, from being part of a community of collective you end up being in higher consciousness.
0: That's fantastic because, you know, I love to get the the side from a real doctor because there's people in the comments saying, oh, when did you become a doctor? Well, we actually do have a doctor here, guys. But, you know, you have the consciousness level where you can attain these levels of consciousness that the doctors have, because a lot of doctors, unfortunately, have been swayed into uh, wrong thinking, unfortunately. So we have a good doctor here that's on the cutting edge. So we're very happy about that. So I think that, you know, as we continue to push these levels of consciousness, we're going to come up with these new ways to uh, discover, you know, how we can, you know, optimize ourselves. Not only just like some of us that reach these levels and we start to pull information out from sources that most people don't understand and can't commu- and can't comprehend at their levels of consciousness right now, but uh, even further beyond that. So the levels of capability. So a lot of people like to go, Oh, Navy SEALs, you know, they're just like Superman. No, we developed ourselves to become like that. Everyone can do that. And it's a choice. There's a lot of people that go on the SEAL training, but they don't reach those levels because they either quit because they can't understand, they get hurt or whatever. But uh, there are those levels of consciousness where you can take your body to new levels. So we're all talking about that. We're talking about how your body your mind can go to different levels and start to communicate and start to realize things are far beyond what most people understand or are given in school.
1: Yeah. School doesn't teach you how to do energy healing. School doesn't teach you how to clear blockages from the body. School teaches you how to exist in physicality and and work, 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 and attain, attain, attain. But what about the spiritual mind? What about the spiritual soul? What about the spiritual body? Reading energy, becoming psychic, learning remote viewing, astral travel, astral projection, energy brain mapping and training your brain to be quantum computer energetically tapping into universal knowledge from the universe uploads and downloads. The, the brain can do that because it's energized to tap into higher consciousness Frequency vibrations of the universe. This is what we're not being taught in schools right now. We're not being taught to meditate and relax and let go of, of all our worries and stresses and levels. This layers in the body. I can see the stress in people's hearts, and their throat chakra, and their lungs, and their back. And I literally do the energy vibration recalibration to remove the stress layers and to dissipate them from the body so people can relax and not have the physical pain anymore. We're not taught that in school. Energy healing or Reiki is not taught in school. None of this is taught. This is what we learn
2: in alternative medicine. Totally. And we have this, I think, the very important part of it, of, of this present day, I think, system is that we need to co-create amongst us, you know, take the good parts of these institutions or schools. There are some good parts or some good people, shall I say, and take that and bring it to the next level and really enjoy our collaboration in co-creation of these new ways of new, you know, new schools. There are schools now that are starting to teach children for 3 year old in Miami, uh, meditation and using sound balls, frequencies, uh, yoga, the yoga mats, And they started as young as three years old with, you know, prayers of gratitude in the morning. And that's where we're all going towards. You know, I've been personally a meditator, heavy-duty meditator in Vedic meditation for now more than 25 years. It started very early on. And and it just really goes to say that once you can sustain that two times 20 minutes or two times 30 minutes a day, and you make that a priority, together with, with, you know, going to the gym and, and really keeping track of what you're eating, how much water, clean water, alkaline water, or, or you know, pure water that is filled with prana, you actually can uh, reverse the aging. Uh, I, I'm writing a book called Yangying. You can definitely, you know, have even tested data to show that you can always stay at certain level of, um, you know, what we call in this earth planet, planet earth um, age time, you can actually call, you know, certain age. And you you stay that age, you stay that physical shape or physical form, and you can actually maintain it and feel great and strong.
1: That's what planetary corporations, they were working on biological drug serums that extend your age through certain types of plasma therapies and other therapies, which you're 60, but you look 30. That's what happened to me. They kept extending me to make me look younger and younger and younger and my, I was 60 supposedly, and I looked like 35 or 30. There's, you can lengthen the telomeres and extend the life force of anything in the body because it's energy. Absolutely. So they figured out how to do this through the holographic medical pods, biological drug serums, regeneration tanks, because they use certain frequencies. They use plasma. They use crystalline energy frequencies and all of these devices in the SSPs and this stuff, the plasma therapy, the crystalline stuff—that's in the ark ships. The ark ships are crystalline technology. Absolutely. We are crystalline technology. We are plasma. It's within our bodies, and we, with positive intention and good, healthy habits, we can reverse the aging process. Just the positive thinking, just the intent of it creates the matter to allow you to change your life for the positive.
0: You have some amazing, amazing reviews from very uh, high-level people and, uh, lot, and doctors and institutions from uh, you know all over the world. So it's, it's really cutting-edge technology, and we're bringing this forward. Ileana, we we had talked originally about the the arcs, and you're kind of like you know segueing into the arcs. Let's let's end it with a little bit of uh, information that you had. And and Leslani, there's there's uh, some more information you want to share. Before we no, uh, move I'm back over, to the, well,
2: for everything we have done,
0: that that's so, absolutely amazing. Yes. And like we were just saying, you know, you have people that have extreme problems with brain function, and just with a 30, 40 minutes of uh, a session, you know, they're having a staggering results. So it's a great system. You know, I think as we move forward, and we'll we'll talk about your system at the end of the show and where people can contact you, but. You know, th- these are the kind of technologies that are really already here, guys. A lot of people are saying, when are we going to get the med beds? The, we've already got a lot of technologies that are are even better than med beds in, in many different ways. Because the med beds are usually for people that have been blasted to pieces. <laughs> so that's my memories of them. But there's probably some other systems that will eventually start to come in. Like Eliana has said that some of the med bed systems that we have in, in uh, the Space Force and so forth, we won't be seeing those for a little while. So it's going to take a, a little transitioning phase uh, before we get to those levels.
1: Yeah. Anything I have with my health, I take care of myself with energy healing, preventing inflammation. Just I use crystals for healing. I've got churine, clear quartz, rose quartz. I put crystals on my body. I even use the crystalline energy frequencies in the crystals. I take, Upshift that frequency all over my body and my soul. I have crystal wands, crystal staffs. I work with a lot of natural things, natural remedies. That's anything you can access here on Earth and work with to shift your frequency. And there's meditation, healing meditations that shift your frequency. And these, you know, ancient space ships, they are about uplifting. The and shifting the frequencies to higher consciousness. It's a shift frequency. This is what they're activating on the whole planet and other planets to raise our consciousness to a higher level to start remembering where we came from. Because these arc ships have knowledge library repositories of planetary histories, crystalline technologies that are regenerative healing technology as well. So those are the things on those art ships, but they're waking up our memory consciousness, who we are as galactic beings. That's why they're activating to give us this knowledge. And this is all psychically and vibrationally. You don't have to be physically in the arc to tap into its consciousness frequency. You could just tap into it with your thought, desire, I want to know my galactic history. I want to know my body frequency. I want to know what I want to heal. You can ask this of the universe and you'll get the downloads. If you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. It's all vibrational. It's thought consciousness technology. You are your thought consciousness technology. And all of us are capable of this to different degrees. And if you do the work and train the brain, train the soul, the mind and the body connection all together, you can do this stuff as well. You just put in the effort, you put in the work, and you can accomplish such beautiful things.
0: Liliana, did you want to share some of your pictures of uh, the Orcs and stuff?
1: So I'm going to start showing the Arcturians, actually, uh, because Lana and I had talked about the Arcturians quite a bit. So I'm going to start with that. Lana had told me that she had seen these beautiful beings. They looked like they had luminescent skin, glowing blue skin, right? And they were wearing some clothing that was tight, but it didn't look like that. So I think I was able to find what you and I were talking about when they were showing us how to work with the brain and the brain healing, right? With the blue frequencies, the green. So this is one of their turians that I had seen. And I think Lana had seen something similar, right, Lana? That's,
2: That's it. And that's yes. my guide, one of my guides who comes in and uh, his name is he, <laughs> he is very, very helpful. And uh, the ships that I see that he li- leads me to are much smaller. And again, it's through higher consciousness activation.
1: Exactly. Because they don't walk, they float. They're 60 and higher vibrationally. I've seen, this is the mothership that I've seen It's is big and it's blue and it's glowing or it's purple and it's energy frequency. When you walk inside these ships, it looks like it's physical, but it's not. It's very energetic and there's crystalline technology everywhere in the walls and it's glowing. So you feel like you're a light in the body. There's no pressure. There's no stress. There's no pain. You're just in your light body, but you're in a physical avatar energetically as well to go up on these ships. That's how I feel like I'm in a Light body, avatar body. And that's how I go up. But Lana, you went up physically, right? I
2: feel them. I mean, I, they, you know, once you get into, I don't even have to go to meditation. Usually it ha- happens at night, well, you know, just before sleeping or awakening in the middle of the night. And then exactly, this is the exact look, a little more, more form. And uh, what we were discussing, you and I, because I was discussing, describing this skin that looked like a galactic, um, you know, you can actually feel the maps of the galaxy on the skin. And you were saying that this is actually probably the suit that is a smart suit that is almost like a mapping suit. And um, I would have no knowledge. That's not what I, you know, do really, But this is what happened to me when I tap into meditation and I'm regularly getting these, uh, what you would call the downloads or, or just being in that other dimension. I think it's a dimensional shift, almost like, you know, I, I don't really am, I'm not much of a proponent of string theory, but it's almost like a parallel shift into another uh, reality. And so if you're able to shift uh, to another reality, that's for me, that's personally what I'm, what I'm visiting with.
1: Yeah. And they have the ability to time travel and to holographically connect with anything to show us energetically what's happening in the brain, the body, the soul. And they go into the blueprint to heal with frequencies and energies. That's how they taught me to heal, really. I'm certified in energy healing, like earth-based energy healing alternative medicine. But they taught me how to upshift those abilities and go beyond the physical body to do the healing. To see those blue and green spectrums of where things in, in the body and the soul are balanced and where there's weaknesses and imbalances that need that energy healing component.
0: You know, what's interesting is uh, even the Syrian being that that I communicate with has similar, it's blue like this, has similar shapes and everything. I wonder if that's, uh, once you reach certain dimensional uh, forms, is, is this kind of, consistent or is there different types of forms do you guys know
1: i've seen beings that are very much physical 5d and higher they can create corporeal bodies they can create the biological ships and you're interacting physically but with these are it's energetic they're floating they're not just mm-hmm. they're not walking they're floating their energy in some aspect of corporeal crystalline form that's connected to the central sun because they can create Anything energetically, they want these motherships look huge, but they're not that huge. They can shift the frequency to make it bigger or smaller. This is not the size of a planet. It's a small mothership. It's smaller than a planet. It can land in in a huge baseball field, and it's the size of a baseball field, just to give you size. But it's much bigger inside than it is outside because it could shift frequency and it could change its shape. This was elongated and saucer-like, but there's other shapes of crafts and some beings have blue skin, some have green skin, some have more appendages than others. It's all about where they come from and their genetics and energetic frequency, I think.
0: And, you know, we, we've talked about wormholes and uh, time travel and all kind of crazy stuff where they can go through a wormhole and, you know, certain time. You know, go do a mission that lasts, you know, hours or days and then come back in the same exact same time, you know, through the wormhole. So, and I know, Ileana, you've talked about how you have the ability in the space force to actually open those through your consciousness. Pretty impressive things that are coming forward for us in in the future.
1: I was trained actually how to adapt the hemispheres of my brain to sense and find where the natural Stargate portals are on the planet or other planets that I visited to tap into those frequencies, open them, go through them, mm-hmm. keep them stable, and when I walk out on the other side to close it and then find the energetic Lagrange point and open it up again to go back, this is what I was trained to do. When I'm back on Earth, I could recreate these portals through magic and symbols and sigils. I do white light working magic. So I found certain types of sigils and symbols and color frequencies, actually created a portal that I had in my closet for for 15 years. And I had to adjust the frequencies to make sure that negative beings weren't coming through. Because it's sort of like a point of entry. You have to know what you're doing with portal frequencies and energies, how you activate it. And you see, when you're remembering things, because your mind wiped to a certain degree in the SSP, your memories certain important information I didn't know what I was with magic at the time and I had this thing open for 15 years then I realized well sometimes negative things try to come in and I start modulating the frequencies of the portals and the sigils and then I realized ah yes if I tune it this way only positive things I communicate with and go to places that are positive if it's open to weakness points energetically then negative things start to get access to the portal technology because it's a natural portal system even created with magic so I learned to tune the frequencies of the portal in the closet and I would hear like water almost like swishing water and there's a blue light and this is when the portal activates so I learned how to control the activation frequencies of this portal with the magic and how to calibrate it so things would be positive instead of negative polarity because again, portal systems, natural or man-made wormholes, there's white wormholes, there's black holes. There's all kinds of portal systems. So you have to tune into the frequency and know how to work with it. Because if you don't know what you're doing energetically, it can leave an open door. Welcome. Anybody can open door, right. Matt. Anybody and that, can come in.
0: That's really, really a good point that you brought up because a lot of people don't understand that your mind, your consciousness can have an impact on whether negative beings come in and have uh, their play with you because that's that's happening to a lot of people right now. Now one last thing I like to cover because we get a little long here, but I this has been a fabulous conversation that I'll put to both of you. Now we were kind of talk about this a little bit before the show, Ileana. both of us are seeing that you know we're looking at a timeline three years into the future from around now before we see a conclusion to all the negativity that's going on. So I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but look at the last two years that we've been through. It's been quite challenging and people are ready for it to end, but there's still a little bit of work to do. Because you look at uh, the last world wars, they, they lasted five years. So we're only in two years into this war. So we're the two of us and a lot of other psychics are starting to see a little bit further out. We're seeing resolution This because I know a lot of people are like, well, you saw, you know, some resolution. Well, we, we have had resolution. We have had things change. There was supposed to be some, significant uh, die-offs in, in uh, humankind, but it it was stopped out. So a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't aware of all the things that have been stopped out that were going to come that were incredibly horrific. But three years down the road, is, are both of you kind of, what are your thoughts on this? Lana, you want to, from the doctor's side, the, the brainiac among us, want to give us uh, your insight?
2: <laughs> I think it will be all, humanity, uh, and especially younger generations, will all be attuned to using our you know receptors within our photovoltaic body at frequencies that we can actually modulate so that's one one of the things that i'm training actually especially training you know lots of younger kids to tune into specific frequencies and uh elevate their being and what what, if you do that repeatedly and you're constantly in that state of mind you're in state of love and once you get in a state of love you're constantly in 5d you're invisible to the various forces. So you're creating this, this field, you know, protection and uh, attraction happens at the level of higher frequencies. So you attract the better, uh, you open actually even portals. That's another thing I'm working on, understanding the degree of the angularture of the DNA in respect to the primordial source, to the primal sun, which is basically filled with hydrogen. And it's not the black hole, it's, Black hole term is an immersion. It's a white, and I think we all, you know, have our DNA is our portal. That's definitely one of my slogans. I think it's very important for us to understand that we can actually, we don't have to travel long distances, we have it right here. It's in our consciousness and it's in no time, no space, photovoltaic energy that once tap into that crystalline part of the frequency that you train. So I think that there'll be more, many more centers so I'm actually building a center, several centers with my group right now. Uh, we're calling it heliotainment, where you enter like a, a dome and there will be plasma energy and you will be able to create a photovoltaic in a hologram based on your own emanation of your own photovoltaic frequencies. So we're working with, with uh, free energy and we're working with plasma energy and um, with complex algorithms and we're well... On our way of doing that and we're just we're envisioning that these kind of centers will be everywhere on the globe you know you walk on to the airport or a school or you know a center whatever like healing center and you'll have a possibility of going in there with by yourself or with many and you know different sizes they can be larger they can be smaller at this point in three years I don't believe we here in planet earth will be able to shrink and expand with consciousness which you know I experienced personally with my guides from, from uh, Halcyon, they showed me actually how to expand and shrink the, the, the not only the ship, but but the, 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 the space that you can use as a house, you can use as a transportation vehicle, or you can use as a, as a knowledge computer. So it's all about points of database, you know, quantum cloud. And you can actually do that. Uh, and I think that children who are being brought to the earth right now they're quite well primed with their crystalline structures. They can actually perform that. And it's not magic. It's really their beings. And they're, they're capable of that. So three years from now, I think that probably a lot of us will be able to command the shrinking and spending time, which I think we, we think a lot of people are doing already. I've done it myself many times. And I think we're capable of doing that and putting in, putting these capacities and frequencies into action on everyday playing.
1: I've been experimenting with accelerating time and speeding up time and you do it energy. It's energy-based and you move time. There's no time really. It's energy. You move and shift energy left and right, higher, upper frequency, up and down. You shift the energy and this is what makes time seem to go by much quicker and faster because you can do it energetically. You could shift time, space, and you can go beyond it dimensionally to the higher dimensions, you travel with your soul, your spirit, your energy to the different realms and dimensions. You can do that with the soul and the mind. It's all energetics. And Michael, you were asking about how the ships look. This is one of the ancient space ships that was built in Antarctica during 2 million years ago. And it was, so this is what it looks like. And it looks like an airship. And it's based on crystalline technology. It was purple. And the shipbuilding facility is still in Antarctica where this was created. It's still active. It's not being used for anything, but it can be reactivated to work again. So this is what this looks like. And the other ship that I had, this is what Planetary Corporations was experimenting on with implementing crystalline technologies within their shuttle crafts. So this is what this looks like. And it could go underwater, it could be in the air, go deep into a planetary system. So this this can, I think, can seat eight to 10 people and it's based on crystalline technology.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, my memories of the Atlantean uh, shapes as well. That's kind of like the cigar shape with other platform systems on them. It's very, very, it's beautiful. Yeah, so definitely yeah. we have uh, one in Antarctica. So uh, that's... That's definitely uh, causing things to shift down there as our consciousness rises. So that was fascinating when you said there was actually a base down there that still exists where they were building some of those ships.
1: Yeah, there's 11 Atlantean outposts that I had been to to study all the ancient technologies, because mm. there's also cryogenic stasis pods, the crest where there's beings inside them in these Atlantean outposts. And they could go, even though they're in the pods, right, in the crystalline pods. They can take their consciousness outside of the stasis pod, and they still see things and feel things, and they can work on the soul level. Even though they're in the crystalline cryostasis, their Mm -hmm. thoughts and their minds still work. They go to the universe and they do their soul work. So these cryogenic stasis pods are crystalline, so they don't stop working. They work continuously and function. And these beings can work on the soul level. Their bodies might be in stasis, but they're still working on the soul frequency level. And they're very much aware of what's happening here. So they're not like cryostasis technology. This is more advanced. They have the Neuralink chairs there and they have other crystalline disks, which house planetary information. It has information on DNA of plants and animals and it shows you star systems where they come from, and how they were hybridized. So that's all the stuff that is in this Atlantean outpost. There's portal systems in Baghdad. They invaded Iraq because of these portal systems. And there's holographic technology in the Gobi Desert and the tunnel systems in the caverns underneath. And everything is interconnected by these portals that go to these arc ships. There's the ancient Egyptian Hall of Atlantean records in Egypt. And the Romanian sphinx, Gobekli Tepe, everything is interconnected by these portal systems in Inner Earth, in Tibet as well. So this is what I've been studying in Amaro Moro Star Gateway portal, where it has wormhole technology underneath in the Meldakian tunnel systems. I've been studying all of this, and I've been writing these book sets about all of this, and just putting this all out. So that's
0: fascinating. Ileana, how can people uh, contact you or reach you Uh to share some of your work with us? And we'll put it in the description box as well.
1: My website, Messages from a Star, Mystic Arts and Healing, and my email, Seeking the Truth in Reality at Gmail.com, my show, Awakening Cosmic Reality Show on YouTube. So those are the ways people can reach
2: me.
0: And Lana Murrow, can you share some of your links and so forth?
2: Thank you very much for this beautiful, beautiful conversation and beautiful show. Thinkinterfaces.com. That's thinking, T-H-I-N-K, inter-I-N-T-E-R, faces like many faces And then I'm also on Instagram uh, as Dr. Rana Morrow for Think Interfaces. My email, the best way to reach me through the email is my primary email. You know, I have to, I don't even remember it's.
0: You can uh, send it to us later and we'll the put R-O-T-A-M
2: it. In the team okay. At thinkinterfaces.com. D R M O R R O W team at the thinkinterfaces.com. We have right. several emails. So, this is the official email for the site.
0: Very good. This is uh, going to be a fabulous show. I think a lot of people are going to watch this. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on uh, Michael J 5326 on Rumble. And I'll put it on the uh, the podcast network as well. So, thanks a lot, ladies. It was absolutely a fantastic show. I I learned so much from both of you every time uh, you come on the shows and look forward to uh, doing more in the future. Thanks a lot.
2: Thank you. This is really beautiful. And thanks everybody for
0: joining us and we'll see you guys next time.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to unleashing intuition secrets, the podcast until next time stay in the love vibration. As you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.